0: What's going on Badger fam? This is Locked On Badgers. So appreciative of everybody tuning in and we're gonna do a quick show but I wanted to touch on some stuff that came out of the press conference today that I thought was really interesting. I thought was something that is noteworthy. It caused my eyebrows to, to perk up a little bit. And we got a victory over Minnesota. I'll tell you where that victory came from coming up on today's show. A lot of fun stuff to talk about. Let's go on Wisconsin. You are Locked on Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, Badger fam? Uh, Welcome to Locked on Badgers. I'm your host, Ryan Herring, your team every day, multiple times a day, if if necessary, right, with the latest news cycle. Um, Christian, I already see you in the queue, are popping up on Wisconsin. Yeah, brother, let's get it. I, first of all, I just want to start, I say this a lot, but I appreciate the heck out of everybody who listens to the show, who comments, who talks about it, who's helped spread it. It is, I'm so, so grateful for y'all. Um, and we have a bunch of giveaways I want to have coming up just to, to say, thank you. It's a way to say thank you. So, um, I do a lot of this through the discord. If you want to jump in, I'm just going to do some that. Honestly, I'm going to put some on this show too. I'm just going to do some giveaways on here as a way to say thank you as well. So that's what that is. I wanted to do – this is going to be a quicker show. i got a longer one coming out tomorrow morning. There was a couple of things I wanted to rant on that have been annoying me about this thing. So that's kind of tomorrow's show. Um, but I think the press conference was incredibly newsworthy and noteworthy and things to, to talk about with it. And uh, Jay Daly, let's go. I love it. Uncultured Uh, I've been waiting for this, all gas, no effing breaks, I love it. Uh, Brian Shetty, hearing rumors that JL will be willing to stay, any merit to this? That's actually one of the things I want to talk about, so we're going to leave that comment up. And um, yeah, let's start there. So I have uh, three big things section here that I want to talk about with the press conference. Three big things that really caught my eye that made me go, oh, okay. Okay, all right. And the first one is what Brian is referencing here. I I thought it was a foregone conclusion. I think a lot of people did. I don't think we thought about it as clearly as enough, or maybe I just didn't. Like, I don't want to speak for anybody. I thought it was a foregone conclusion that Jim, Jimmy Leonard was going to leave. If a new coach came in, especially a defensive coach, specifically a defensive coach, you know, and what I probably didn't put enough stock in or take enough time to think about was there's not a lot of great opportunities right now. Right? Like, a lot of coaching cycle has already churned through and um, you know, it might make sense if I don't want to say egos, like it's a bad thing. We, everyone has an ego, right? Like when, when you say ego, it gets kind of brought into a negative connotation and it certainly can be like Jim Leonard has an ego. He has his pride and he did get just passed up for a job that I think he thought he was going to get that the players thought he was going to get. That's a tough one to come back into, but I, he could really be a situation where Leonard really works to set himself up for his next move, right? He could learn a lot from Luke Fickle, come on the staff for one more year. And then, you know, every again, next year's schedule is pretty soft. This Badgers defense could be pretty salty. Um, and this Badgers team could be pretty good with revamped offense. I'm just saying, hypothetically, if things come together, um, I'm not trying to be too pine in the sky here, but Jim Leonard's stock will be pretty high next year is what I'm saying. So It might make some sense if the personalities work and it's not too awkward and it's not too weird that he comes back for one more year, learns under fickle. And then next year he kind of has more of his choice of spots. Like right now it feels like it might be a bit of a rush chaotic decision. If he says, yeah, I'm just going to go here. Right. Because he's been gearing for this one thing His really this entire season since Chris left, I'm going to be the head coach. This is what I'm working for. I have a vision for this program that that ship has just been, you know, the main sales of that ship has just been torn asunder and he's been sent off course. And I think you may want to take a second reset. And again, Jim, Jim doesn't need any advice from me, obviously. I'm just thinking along. I'm, I'm war gaming this thing out. Maybe it makes sense for him to take a second, step back, take a year. Maybe it's a year off of fo- coaching football too, by the way, but take a second, learn from coach fickle, have another great defense and then really have his pick of the litter to some degree. So. That would be incredible. Would it work? Um, I see you, Chris. Um, would it work? I don't know. I, I think it would. I originally, I thought there would be too many cooks in the kitchen defensively, but I think both of those dudes are really good football minds. I think they care about the right things. I think they're built from a similar cloth and if it works, can you imagine the the defensive conversations those two would have game planning for an Ohio State game that's going to be at home in Madison, right? Think about it. Think about getting Leonard and Fickle and whoever else they have on the defense staff together to game plan for a game like that. There's upside there. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to get ahead of myself. That, Like I said, I have a few things uh, from this press conference Um, that was the biggest one for me. It was like, yo, Leonard might stay. Like, it's not a foregone conclusion. He leaves. I'm interested in it. Um, yeah. Interesting stuff. Bo Dragon says Leonard stays, takes over in three years when day gets fired. Um, and fickle, he says pickle, but fickle goes to Ohio state after day losing the Michigan five in a row. Listen there is, there's certainly a scenario where Jim Leonard still ends up becoming a head coach of the Badgers, right? Multiple years down the road, like Chris left and came back. A lot of coaches leave and come back. People think Ryan Day are not Ryan Day, sorry, people think Luke Fickle will eventually go back to Ohio State. That stuff happens. It's not the craziest thing in the world. Uh, Chris Hart's um, friend of the show, all over the Discord, by the way. I love Chris. Uh, JL could learn a lot from Fickle, expand on his schematics and improve as a coach. Yeah, like this is a thing that I didn't think about, and that's my fault. I I sometimes get too um. Reactionary, like I do, like I'll, I'll be honest, I never blow smoke with y'all. Like, I, I'm honest in my flaws, I try to be anyway. Um, but yeah, like this could be a great opportunity for Jim Leonard to learn under a guy who was an interim coach, who's coaching a lot of places, who's been to the playoffs. Jim Leonard obviously wants to be head coach. What a great opportunity, um, to continue building his resume. And again, I'm just looking at the pragmatic side of this, there's personalities involved, and it just may not work, but it's interesting. Um, Jay Daly, is under contract for one and a half million. Yeah, that is, that's a lot of scratch. No doubt there. Um, let me get to the other thing that will really, it was more validation for me, but the, the contract details for Luke Fickle were released almost 8 million a year. Okay. And, uh, Chris McIntosh, by the way, Chris McIntosh looked giddy, right? Did anyone else see that he's on the side and he is just, he he, there's points where he's like you it felt like he wanted to explode in happiness like i like i was i kept thinking of the like a chris farley scene where he's just all pent up and enthusiastic like he is so happy and um totally on board with how this transpired like his his vision came to fruition right so i'm i'm super stoked about that um mr big jam 88 i appreciate it man um he said new subscriber thank you for keeping us all updated i love your opinions no, I, I appreciate y'all, man. I really do. I've already said it once. Everyone who listens to this show, I'm so appreciative of. So thank you. The reason it's a good show and the three reason I think it's a good show and the reason I think it works is because we get tons of great people commenting, listening, building community. We have great guests. It's much more a reflection of all of y'all than it is of me. Um, but yeah, so Macintosh, the, the, like I said, the salary was seven and a half million, eight million. And then he talked about NIL, right? <clears throat> and he talked about, uh, facilities and he talked about we're here to win championships and he talked about leaning in and that's to me wisconsin chris mcintosh and i said this already i've already kind of put this out there they they very much believe they have a seat at the big boy table and they're that's what they should be doing but this cemented it like chris mcintosh isn't messing around you know he's saying we we're gonna be at that big boy table our goal is to play for championships luke fickle said every season our goal is to play for a championship like, listen, there's a level of bravado there that is, quite frankly, a little refreshing from the head coach of the University of Wisconsin. Now, I will say this before we go any further. Press conferences, introductory press conferences, press conferences are set up for the program to look good and for the coach to look good. So, like, let's just be clear. this, These things are supposed to come off well. They're supposed to paint both the program and the coach in a good light. But even, even then, Luke Fickle won the press conference. He looked great um what's up brendan oh, i see you um new sub since the firing i love it you listen that's one of the things i want to talk about we had a bunch of new subscribers brendan knows one of them um one more thing i want to get to here big picture and then i want to talk about how we crushed locked on gophers in the subscription battle so listen we didn't get the axe but we won the locked on battle subscriber axe it's it's i know it's not nearly as important but at least we beat them in something and i appreciate that for at least letting me not lose to minnesota in that battle um let's Let's talk about the other thing. The last thing that that kind of caught my eye, Luke Fickle was talking about what his priorities are like what what do I need to do right away? You know, someone a couple of different media members asked him that. And I think this is a, a quick glimpse into the way he he views what the lifeblood of a program is. He said recruiting. I'm bringing two recruiting to my recruiting guys back next week. My, my first goal is to get on the horn with the 2023 kids. They're like, did y'all see that? Like it, it took him no seconds to pivot to we have to recruit recruiting. recruiting guys coming in. Um talking to the 23 kids. That's a big priority. And it's just so nice. It's it's what we speculated. It's what, we, what we've heard that this dude is a recruiter. Like he, he lives it. He breathes it. He believes in it. He's got dudes that have cut their teeth in it and they are coming to Madison and they are going to sell this program in a way that it hasn't been sold in a while. And that's not to take any shots on anybody previously, but it's going to be different. Um, and we'll see if it works. Again, press conferences are set up to make everybody look good. So let's just be very clear on that. But that being said, they still looked really good. So um, coming up, I'm going to take a few more comments, a few more finishing things. I do want to talk a little bit about, um, again, Chris McIntosh. I want to talk a little bit about what I think they're going to do inside the state of Wisconsin for recruiting. I'm really excited about this, y'all. I'm really, really excited about this. But first, today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at Omaha Steaks you know that listen get premium quality steaks burgers chicken seafood delivered right to your door load up on all the flavor and value with tender steaks juicy burgers and more from Omaha steaks naturally extra aged free shipping flash flash frozen contactless delivery listen we what a world we live in where we can get incredible meats delivered to our door without leaving our house and not having to talk to anybody like for real this this is living guys this is this is what it's all about um and they have all sorts of christmas gifts gift baskets you can put together awesome stuff for your friends your family and they're going to love you for it go check out what's going on at Oma steaks OmahaSteaks.com. march madness is right around the corner if you want to win your office pool you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the locked on college basketball podcast every monday andy Patton and isaac shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball keep you up to date on the ncaa tournament bubble and get you ready for the upcoming week of games from the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, let's keep talking. Uh, lots, lots more to get into. I want to hit some more comments up. Let's see. Uh, Bo Dragon. Yeah. Recruit. I saw you in the live chat in that too, man. I was in there. Um Chris Hart says, felt like there was a bit of an overreaction to the 300-mile radius comment. He's right when it comes to building the base of the programs. So, yeah, this was interesting. For those that didn't catch it, um, there was a question on recruiting. You know, what is your philosophy? And, and you know, Luke Fickle said, I'm going to recruit. You know, he, he mentioned several times a 300-mile radius. Like, this is going to be the core of the program. And it felt like some people took that to say we're not going to go to Florida or Texas or, or nationally. or or that's listen, He's going to go nationally to get pieces he likes and pieces he identifies. What he's saying is, I think we can find the core of our program. We can build the backbone of our program within these 300 miles, which really isn't that different than Wisconsin has ever done. Right? That the core and the backbone of the program have have been built with Midwestern kids. I think I, I thought it was pretty interesting that he actually said, you know, Chicago, we're going to go in there and yeah, go get it. You can you can make a living in Chicago every year if you're Wisconsin, if you have an aggressive coaching staff and you sell a vision. You can go to St. Louis. You can go to the cities. You know. And that 300-mile radius, I mean, he's going to – this is kind of where I wanted to pivot to. He is going to recruit the heck out of the state of Wisconsin, right? He talked about the places that have built this program. He talked about the foundation of this program, right? This is the bedrock of what Wisconsin is. And he said, this is a key word now. now if you're listening to him, he said, roots run deep here. Foundation is built. Culture is so strong. We are here to enhance, Okay. Um, that enhanced thing stuck out to me because he's you know, again, I'll say this for the last time. He, you never really know at the press conference, right? Everybody's on their best behavior. Gary Anderson had a great initial press conference, too. But I think he's going to come in here, he's going to recruit the heck out of the state of Wisconsin. And I, the word that he used, enhance, I think is very apropos, right? He's not coming in here to, and he said it with the defense, too. There's a question about. You know, are you going to run the three three five? This has been more of a 3-4 team at Wisconsin. And you know what he said? He said, it would be silly to come in here and dismantle. And I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember his exact quote. But it would be silly to come in here and dismantle something that's worked so well. You know, we're going to come in and we're going to enhance. And, yeah, I, I'm all about it. Y'all know I've been all about this hire for a while. You can do that and still feel bad about maybe Jim Leonard, how you wanted that, that job to maybe go that certain direction. But there's still a chance Leonard might come on the staff, which – that is a home run straight up that if if you compare fickle coming in with a culture shakeup and keep Jim Leonard. Yeah. Good night. Like I'm, I'm give me, give me the over on whatever Vegas puts out next year and call me a Homer. I, I don't care. I am a Homer, but give me the over on whatever Vegas puts out next year. They're going to run through the West. If if that happens. Um, Let's see. couple more comments here. Let's get to them. Let's see. Uh, Bo Drake and the difference between good coaches and bad coaches is usually recruiting. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, I don't know. So I think we have seen good coaches fail while being good recruiters though, you know, so I think it's just a balance, right? There's, there's always, it's never one thing or the other, but yeah, recruiting is, I think the biggest part of that, I, I would agree. Um uh, Mitchell Bylack, man, I really want Colin Dixon back. His film is nuts and he'd fit right into fickle's wheelhouse. Those are going to be interesting conversations, right? Um, the, the players, he's referencing Colin Dixon, the receiver that decommitted, putting up a huge season, huge season, physical after the catch, tough to bring down. Those are really tough conversations for those kids, right? Because they don't have much time. They just – those players don't have much time to make decisions. And other coaching staffs have been on them for much longer. Like, Dixon has had other coaching staffs after him, right? So I would love them back, too. I don't know how realistic any of those are. Um Let's see, Bo Dragon again, I love it. Will the heat from that wood stove mess up those helmets? You know, I've thought about it. I hope not. Yeah, I'm very much, for those who don't know me, because I try not to talk much about myself in the show, because I don't think people are really here for me. I think they're here for the Badger stuff, right? So I try not to have any nonsense in terms of anything I have really going on in my life, because... Yeah, you can go other places for that. I'm not interesting enough. I'm here for Badger's Talk. That's what we're building. But really quick segue into me. I am very um, quick to just do things. I don't put a lot of thought into stuff. Like I will just jump and try something. And I not a lot of foresight at times. So I hope that helmets are fine. So far they've held up. Let's see. Um Brian Shetty, this is the same comment we had with Dixon. Do you think some of those recruits that decommitted may recommit with Fickle? So Jamel Howard and Trech are interesting because they came back, like Howard was back on campus for a non-official. You know, um, I would love to get Howard back in the fold, Jamel Howard. I know a lot of people are are super into some other pieces, Roderick Pierce, um, you know, Christopher Turek just decommitted, went to Notre Dame. Howard has always been like my, favorite underrated commit in this class because he fits such a need on a defense both both leonard and fickle like having that big defensive tackle up front and there's just nobody like that on the roster right now so i don't know i'm gonna get john garcia jr from sports illustrated on this week and i'm gonna ask him specifically about some of the decommitted guys so i'll get you more answers on that let's see slim lewis Cade mcnamara entered the transfer portal he'd be a perfect fit at uw that, yeah, I don't know. Like, slim man, I love, I love this part. I don't actually like Mac Mammare's game that much. Um, now upgrade over Mertz, yeah. And no matter what, you need depth in the portal, so I get it. Um, I'm just never been the biggest fan of his, but I listen. You got to get bodies, though, right? To your point, you got to get bodies in the transfer portal, and you have to build depth in that quarterback room. I don't think Mertz comes back next year. I saw that a question coming up on that. I don't think Mertz comes back next year. Like, why? Why would he? Right. So let's flip this to Mertz really quick, and let me let me preface by saying I actually kind of like Mertz. I've defended him more than most. I like the fact that he's pretty accountable. I don't think the Wisconsin program has done him a lot of favors in terms of player development, putting the right pieces around him, play calling. I think he was probably kind of sold a bill of goods, to be honest, which is recruiting by the way, but I think he was probably sold a bill of goods in terms of, yeah, come in here. We're going to throw it around more with great receivers. And then he got here and it was just kind of like a, "Eh?" right. He bought a, like a used car and the used car was a lemon. The offense was a lemon. And so that All that being said, he's become kind of a whipping boy for Wisconsin fans is where I was going with this. And I don't see the upside for him personally, maybe coming back. Like, why would he? He can go somewhere else, start fresh, not have an entire fan base angry with him, um, and not kind of have that pressure of being that four or five star kid anymore. So that would be my guess. I have no in- inside information on that. Uh, Zach Bart's 300 mile radius could be Detroit. Great, great point. St. Louis, Minneapolis. There is a loaded 24 class, which we've talked about a lot. 300 miles is a lot of talent when you when you draw that circle on a map. And uh, so but he's still going to go outside that. I think some people took that in terms of like he's not going to look nationally. He's intelligent enough that he's going to look nationally. I I have no concerns about that. He is lauded almost universally among recruiting analysts, recruiting sites, uh, other coaches as a guy who gets recruiting um, extremely well. So I'm not concerned there. Let's see. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, man, so many comments. I was just going to do a quick show, but I love you guys. Uh, just throwing all this stuff in here. I love it. If JL stays, imagine him with a sauce Gardner type defensive back. That's just absolutely lethal and unfair. That's from Zach Bartz. The, you know, the only issue is there's there's not many sauce Gardeners out there. I don't think they got another one coming in this year. But again, you can just picture that how good that staff could be, right? If Fickle and Leonard are able to coexist and coexist in a cohesive and uh, productive way. That's two defensive geniuses bouncing ideas off each other. Um, and it may give Wisconsin really the best chance they've had at beating in you know, Ohio state in a long time, having that kind of defensive IQ. I'm interested. I'm interested. Um, let's see. Mitch uh, Mitcher uh, Pineapster, man, I butchered that name. I apologize. He said, I believe that's possible with Luke fickle, Jim Leonard, as Jim Leonard was very empathetic about culture change. So it'd be interesting to see how those talks go. And that's something I mentioned with Jim Leonard Leonard is Leonard talked about how the culture needed to adapt and change she actually said tradition doesn't die when you adapt and it's interesting that we brought in a new coach who is now also harping and talking about wisconsin's culture as something that doesn't need to to die or go away so in many ways leonard's own words foreshadowed this coaching decision which is interesting to me um man there's so many good comments in here let's see yep uh matt Honschel seven-year contract Matt gave him seven years or I think that's what he said, right? It's seven years, I believe. Um, and maybe I'm misreading that comment. Either way, the financial outlay to this is is big time. Like Wisconsin stepped up financially, and you know they, they kind of put a a, they, a flag in the in the stair, they staked the flag in the ground and said we're going to try to compete. Now the other thing I'd say, and I might I might wrap up here. And Brian Shetty kind of saying the same thing. Mertz was definitely a favorite whipping boy. Jay Daly says Mertz is gone. I think we'll see Burkett in the bowl game. That's a great point, Jay. I think we will too, because why not? Why wouldn't you play them? Um, but what I was going to say about Macintosh and money—we're going to we're spending more money. It looks like we've made more of a financial commitment. That doesn't always mean you win, right? We've we've all seen baseball teams with incredible payrolls that lose, right? We've seen basketball teams with crazy payrolls that lose. We've seen colleges that pour money into their college football programs and don't get anywhere. You know, we've seen them in the Big Ten do that. So, like, the money's great. Now it's going to you have to spend it intelligently and that's why the fickle move is so great because not only are you making the financial outlay you're saying we're going to spend the money but that's also such an intelligent hire so i love it yeah I, i think they're spending money but they're doing it in an intelligent way upgrading facilities and bringing in a top tier coach it's awesome i'm all about it um zone six do you worry about fickle leaving when ohio state fires day next year if they lose to michigan again i don't see that's the thing and i think i'm on an island on this one, but I grew up in Cumberland, Wisconsin, which is the island city. So maybe that's just normal for me. Um, but I, I just have no worry about the Ohio State thing because if it happens, it's because Luke Fickle has continued winning, right? They're not gonna take him if he if he has any down years at Wisconsin because that program won't accept it. So I'm just not that stressed about it. I've always we just have to accept Ohio State is the hottest girl at the dance, right? That's the fastest race car on the racetrack. And they're always going to be able to poach from people, whether that's us or someone else. So if they get to the point where they want to poach, you know, our coach, that that means our coach is doing really well, which also means that this was the correct hire because you hire the best person. And if he leaves, he leaves. And if he leaves after doing well, he's elevated your program and you're even more marketable to the next coach. So trust me, zone six, I get it. I would rather have uh, bring a coach in. That's great. And he stays for 20 years. But realistically, if you have to pick one or the other, right, bring in a proven great coach that may leave or take bigger risks on someone that you're not sure on. I'm going to take the former and I'm just going to say, listen, just crush it while you're here. And if Iowa State's your dream thing, that's your dream thing. Right. And you're not going to get that unless you crush it while you're here. So uh, that's where I'm at on that one. But I get I get it. I get the other perspective on that. I really, really do. Um culture barbarian fickle may dislike PJ Fleck more than I do that's a bonus uh culture barbarian is like one of the best people on the show that always has great comments I've said this before and I always hesitate to say it you know so because I know people are gonna probably unsubscribe I actually don't hate PJ Fleck not nearly as much as most badger fans I think that's I don't know um I hope don't don't unsubscribe y'all I don't I won't turn this into the PJ Fleck thing. Let's see. Uh, play Connor Seagen Siege, at quarterback for the bowl game, Bo Dragon. It is a in season. I, I'm all about that. Zach Bart says turn uh, Cole Lecru and or I hope Fickle staff turns Lecru into another Desmond Ritter. Just so much optimism with this hire. I think that last part is the biggest thing. There's so much optimism with this hire. Doesn't it just feel like um, this program got a push in the back in the right direction? Like got some wind in the sails. Got you know, like you. There's just something here that feels different. After that press conference, he owned the moment. He's so, like, he's just so into what he believes in. Like, you can tell his vision is, it's proven, it's ironclad. He knows exactly what he's looking for. And by the way, did anyone else catch, they had been had this, like, short list of places for several years now that they thought, yeah, I could go there if it opens up and Wisconsin was on that list. That's super interesting to me because it's more of a cultural fit, a family fit than just a football fit which actually makes me think he he might stay around for the long term right so i thought that was really interesting to me that he talked about we've had conversations in the past about you know places that if they opened up we would be interested this was one of those places and he also said that list wasn't long so again press conferences make everyone look good everyone's on their best behavior everyone loves each other but i thought that was interesting Let's see. Um, definitely some possible flips. Matt talked about uh, Drogosh, which is their four star quarterback, um, big kid, fat, big kid, really good arm, six-four. Snowden was a cornerback we were after, long arms kid, really, really nice prospect. And then Carter is a defense uh, or outside linebacker that committed to Cincinnati that April was starting to work on trying to flip. So there's some, there's some guys that are going to flip 100%. Um, it's going to be interesting to see that. We're going to have so many live reaction shows, y'all. When players flip, when players leave, when coaches get hired. Zach Bart said, don't hate PJ Flick question mark, blasphemy. Uh, boat uh, Boat boy cries while watching the Titanic and while watching Fickle own the X for another 15-year stretch. Listen, I'm all about the last one. Like, don't make no mistake. I hate that state, okay? I told y'all before, I was teaching my, my young son that that state didn't exist, and eventually I had to tell him the truth because I didn't want to go to school and, like, fail geography, but – So I hate that state. All I'm saying with Fleck, and this is the only time – I don't want to turn this into that, but I I feel like I need to give you some context. All I would say with Fleck is I get what he's doing. Like he's not appealing to us, right? I find him annoying, but he's appealing to 18- and 22-year-old young dudes, and those dudes buy into hype. They buy into that stuff. So I get it is what I'm saying. I wouldn't want to go on a a canoe ride with him, though. Let's see. Um, but a couple more comments here. Strap up it's gonna be a wild 30 days in roster management from Matt. Yeah, that listen, the next 30 days is going to be as as wild a roster turnover as Wisconsin has ever seen on the football side. Maybe except for like when Barry Alvarez came in and 30 people ran out the door because he was too hard on them, right? It is gonna be insane. Like we're gonna lose a lot of play- I don't even want to say a lot because you're but you're gonna lose probably 10, 12 players. We're gonna sign a class we're gonna have transfers from Cincinnati we're gonna have an entire new coaching staff come in like it's gonna be wild it's gonna be fun it's gonna be enjoyable I can't wait for it um let's see what else we got here Wes Mullenix says I've been disappointed for years I hope next year's a step in the right direction I think it will be now we we need to be fair too next year we even albeit with a, a week schedule. There's still going to be a whole new staff, a lot of pieces to fit in. Like, There's going to be some hiccups and bumps in the road. This is not one year away from competing for a Big Ten title, even with a really good coach. But I think it will be a step in the right direction next year. Um, Let's see. All right, I think we'll wrap up there. I got more comments. Um, But, yeah, I I didn't even want to make this too long of a show. I just really appreciate everyone tuning in. I didn't even know it's like 1130. I didn't even know if anyone would be able to jump in or not. I really do appreciate y'all so, so much. Like I said, we have some giveaways coming up. If you're in the discord, all you have to do, I, I randomize names. and We're going to give stuff away. We've given away a 3d, like, uh, or not 3d, a Lego set of Camp Randall. We've given away a Badger's box of football cards with multiple autographs in it. Um, we got an autographed helmet coming up. I won't tell you who yet. We've given away some really amazing granite slate coasters that have greatest Badger plays on them, sketched in them. So it's just a way to say thank you. I really do appreciate all y'all so much. Um, I'm going to get going to edit this up. Another show coming up tomorrow. And then another one probably tomorrow night after the basketball game. That will be with Rajiv. And uh, I will throw that. I see Brandon talk about the Discord. Let me throw the Discord link in here if you guys don't have it. Because I can do that really quick while this is up. Um, the other thing I would say, this is a good opportunity while I have y'all on. If there's anything you don't like about the pod, let me know. Send me a DM. I'm always trying to make it better for... Uh, really just for you guys to build a community so if there's things you like don't like if you want there's things you want to see more of send me a dm on twitter um send me a dm uh, in the discord if you're in there and let me know like honestly i'm i'm all about trying to make this show better for for all of y'all so with that i will send this invite that's going to go in the discord and you should have it now there we go sorry took me a second there's a Discord link. The Discord, if you if you're not familiar with Discord, it's just like a free forum. It's you have to sign up for it, but it's free. We have a bunch of discussions in there and we do free giveaways in there. Um, and with that, I appreciate y'all so much. We're gonna talk again tomorrow on Wisconsin. And yeah, this is this was a fun day. It was a great day.